Sheba Gang. We are army. Yeah. Hey, it's the sassy, sassy. She was good. I go who's down. That's a money when it call. We are dropping off the charts. We are army, we too strong. Oh, yeah. It's that she put in you. Yeah, it's that she put in you. Yeah. Oh yeah, every gain I prove a point. I just stacked a lot of coins. I see millions, I see billions. Drop a bag and come and join. I see she put in you. Yeah, I see she put in you. Yeah, I love my people. Power to the people. Smoking no sativa. Counting up my shiba. This is real, ain't no clone. When I get the bitch a bone, you ain't heard at the top. You look up, we got the throne. On the phone with the gang, what's the word? Check my beat, we hit one set, now I'm a Welcome to Game Tech Politics. My name is Raven. We have another exciting crypto podcast for you. We have Jenna Katie from Twitter. Uh, she is the crypto queen. And we also have another crypto queen. This is the fabulous Marvin Jenner. How are you doing today, Marvin? I appreciate you coming on the show and being a third guest, a third wheel, so to speak, on this awesome program. So uh, I hear that you are another crypto queen and that you have um, basically taught Jenna everything that she knows. So thanks for coming on to the program, man. Appreciate it. Thank you uh, for taking the time. No problem. So uh, we have um, a crypto. It's kind of at a plateau right now. Uh, It has been shooting up. Ethereum is actually doing uh, some good work here in the past couple of days. And then also Ethereum Classic. I believe Ethereum Classic is up. Uh, it was up 20 or 30% in the past couple of days. So what's your take on the market right now when it comes to cryptocurrency? Uh, I think we're just in a, in a phase of um, consolidation. Um, you know, Bitcoin lost, you know, 60, 65% of its price. Uh, it's a traumatic. Uh, it's a traumatic fall. So all it's doing right now, uh, in my opinion, is just going sideways. Uh, traders, they're they're pretty much in and out. Um, and then long-term investors, uh, they're just accumulating at, at these prices. So it's pretty much just consolidation, uh, in my eyes. What is up Raven, with? Go ahead, Jenna. Raven, I can't believe you call Marvin a crypto queen. If I was Marvin, I would totally. Never let you get away with that. I I love listen listen. I took one look at Marvin's pictures and I absolutely adore the man already. Uh, the, this guy can kill it with stilettos. Isn't he the most beautiful thing? Absolutely. Now, Marvin, like me and you are like peas in a pod because I can tell already you're kind of like. Uh, even your line app photo is uh, one of my favorite shows. Is it not, Jenna? Uh, we were just talking about that the other day. Uh, you have a photo of Michael Scott and Dwight Schrute as your line app photo. Then also, I seen some photos in you with uh, stilettos. So uh, yeah, we, we will get to those things later. But but first, I either one of you guys, I want you guys to tell everybody what the death cross is because. We've gone through what they have called a death cross, and that's why everything is going down right now. 
is the death cross still going on and is that going to have an effect in the next month or so? Um, well, okay, so pretty much what the death cross is, uh, is when a shorter time frame moving average and price movement uh, goes below the long-term price movement. So like, a, for example, like a 50-day price moving action goes below uh, the average, rather, um, goes below the 200-day moving average. Um, that's pretty much what it means for the death cross. Uh, it's, I mean, it's for, for traders, they use that. Uh, not necessarily for long-term investors. Uh, I think I like, as a long-term investor, I kind of uh, would appreciate uh, that kind of a death cross, uh, that kind of an event, because it allows me to, um, you know, accumulate, you know, cheap assets, right? Cheap crypto. Um, and and for everybody, and for anybody who trades, that's really what they really care about. But yeah, so I kind of, I kind of, I was waiting for this, for this, uh, for this death cross, quote unquote. Well, I, I know that um, before I got into crypto, I was getting into stocks. And the best the best time to get into stocks was last year when everything crashed. Uh, I mean, you have stocks like General Electric going to an all-time low since 1993 at $5.51. And now it's above 13 uh, with the dividends alone, and then also almost tripling your money, everybody scored on this this crash last year, and it didn't really affect the everyday home um, home buyer, the everyday worker. The four hundred one ks were still kind of uh, uh, up there, and then of course you had the incline back in October. Um, and then, of course, a, a little bit of a decline just because of the presidential election. But crypto, it didn't go through the the losses that I thought that it was going to take. Why is that? Uh, well, the, the thing is with, with crypto, uh, it's it's a non-correlated asset uh, asset class, which means um, you know it's not affected by the dollar index, the Dixie, or you know, interest rates or the threat of inflation. Um, that's pretty much, you know, one of the reasons why. I mean, it it does uh, somehow follow the stocks here and there. But, um, you know, the thing with stocks is it's a business, right? You treat it as a business. So, you know, you have all these variables, all these factors that, that affect, uh, you know, how business can profit or, or lose. Uh, and with crypto, it really is just simple supply and demand um, in my eyes. So I, I don't think it took much of a hit. Um, yeah, it's down X percent, but you know, don't forget it was up you know thousand percent or whatever since last year. Jenna, when did you start getting into crypto? Like, what what year was it that you started buying this stuff? I started in like August or summer of 2017. Whenever Bitcoin was at an all-time high, I FOMO'd in and got it like 16000 only a small bag, of course. And I only lost money because I sold it. But that taught me, you know, to start paying attention and to kind of like watch all the patterns and the cycles of it. Well, I know that about you? Back, in, back in January or February of last year, it was down to 4000 was that around the time that you sold? <laughs> no, I think I sold like the same year. I had no idea what I was doing. I got on Coinbase and like I got it 
and I sold it. I did buy in again whenever it was like three or four thousand. Um, but I'm not a big Bitcoin person. Like, you know, I don't have thousands upon thousands of dollars to throw in at one time. And, you know, the unrealistic expectation that you are going to put money in Bitcoin and become a millionaire is absolutely ridiculous. There are just so many other coins out there and projects that you can look into where you can 100 times, 1,000 times your money. It's not Bitcoin anymore. And any anyone that tells you that is a liar. They're a fucking liar. Marvin, how are you going to become a millionaire, bro? Uh, just consistently invest in this asset, new asset class. Um, and, um, my thing is, my plan is what the federal reserve is doing is, which is just printing, you know, unlimited, you know, trillions of dollars. Um, and that's just going to cause a hyperinflation, which, you know, causes the price of goods and services to go up, but also the price of assets. So buy, accumulate and hold and just wait and sit on it long term, you know, just let everything play out. For in, for anyone that's trying to get into crypto right now to make a quick buck, and I know that there are a lot of people who are listening that's going to want to do this. There, you know, you're going to have a high percentage of people that aren't in in your guys' circle. You guys are more of a long term crypto holder. That's just your brand. That's that's who you guys are. That's what you guys think is going to make you the most money. But what do you what do you guys say about the short term investor? What kind of advice can you give the everyday normal American that don't that doesn't know much about crypto at all, but wants to get into it to make a quick quick dollar? Um, I'll take this first. Um, whenever you're getting into crypto, not financial advice. Disclaimer: None of us here are authorized to give financial advice. Um, I don't think that you should be in it for the short run because crypto is here to stay. And yeah, until you learn when to buy and when you're in a bear market, um, you have no idea what you're doing. But right now, everything is still on sale. I think things are starting to go up again, um, but you really need to pay attention. Look at the charts, do your own research, but the expectation that you can just throw into something and become a millionaire. I mean, that's, that's such an, it's ridiculous. Um, you could, if you're really, really lucky, but not everyone has that kind of luck. And a first time investor doesn't know how to go on to these other exchanges and buy these tokens. They're just now coming out and, you know, there's so many pump and dumps. There's so many scams. So you really have to be careful. Honestly, Chasing green candles is a horrible idea. You need to find a project that you like, something that makes sense to you, something that will be around and survive regulatory clarity in the U.S. If you're in the U.S. or wherever you are, you need to find something that's going to be around to put your money into, put it away, and don't look at it. And until you learn to day trade and everything, just put it away if your savings account because next year or in a couple of years, you're going to be way, way up. But just wait your damn turn. Well, I have to disagree with you a little bit. Now, I understand the philosophy behind what you're saying, and I agree with you that there's there's no disagreement with that. 
But there is people out there that have, like, for instance, Pro the Doge, which we will have him on the show um, coming up uh, within the next couple weeks once our schedules get uh, timed correctly. But Pro the Doge is a prime example of somebody who put all of his eggs in one basket and became a millionaire overnight. Right, Raven. He's one example, but that's not the normal average person and you know what's going on like I would never tell someone to go all in on something at all ever I think it's really great to have a diverse portfolio and I'm so happy for him and that he took that leap of faith and did what felt right but that's not right for everyone and I would never tell anyone to dump their entire life savings into doge right now like I just wouldn't there's so many other things I mean I don't know. That's just me. Marvin, what do you think? Uh, well, no, I, I agree with that point. Um, you know, there's no such thing as a uh, an investor looking for a quick buck because at that point, you're just a gambler, right? I mean, nobody, I mean, you know, uh, someone who's a little more mature a little in, in terms of investing and kind of know how, how to invest, it takes time. Um, you know, going in something, you know, quick buck and, and being an investor are two different things. Uh, uh, there are projects out there that are hit or miss, right? Um, but at the same time, you know, you have the same chance of making money as you would pulling, uh, pulling the slot machines, right? Or, or sitting at a, a blackjack table. Uh, the house always wins at that point. So for anyone who, if I had to give an advice for someone who's a short-term, uh, you know, I guess a short-term uh, investor or, or, quote, you know, for me, a gambler, Always take profits, right? Don't be greedy. You know, uh, winners winners win, losers lose, but and, and hogs uh, they get slaughtered. So, if you're if you're in profit, if you doubled your money, take some take some take a little off the table. So, you know, if you invested in you know let's just say X coin, uh, whichever coin you know, and you threw in uh, a couple of grand in it, and and you doubled or tripled your money, take 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 some profit. You know, pay yourself, right? Take take profit and just let the rest ride. I've seen. Uh, you know, I've seen too many, too many, I heard, heard of too many stories where, you know, people just throw a couple of grand, they'll make money, but then they'll just sit on it and then all their profits will lose and they'll just be like, oh, well, it's going to go up. Well, it's going to go up. But at that point, you're just gambling, right? You're, you just turned into a bag holder. So short-term traders turning into long-term uh, bag holders, uh, it always happens. So just make sure you pay yourself. So if you're in profit and you don't think you're going to be in this, in this space for too long, just pay yourself. You know what I hate? Uh, I'm sorry, Jenna. This is what I hate. I I hate going on Twitter every single day. And I see these tweets that there's two things that I hate. One, I see these tweets like, um, uh, uh, when do you think Dogecoin or do you think Dogecoin is going to go to a dollar? And then it says, you know, yes, the uh, comment, yes, the retweet and yes, the like and you see like a hundred of those tweets every fucking day. I'm getting sick of what, looking at those tweets. The second thing that I hate is the fact that you have these people who are uh, holders of crypto and they say that they're never going to sell. They're never, ever going to sell. That's complete bullshit. How are you going? If you're never going to sell something, then just give me your money and I'll hold on to it and I'll never give it back to you. Okay, well, I think in that case, I always say I'm never going to sell my XRP, but I have an exit strategy. So I'm never going to sell it until it reaches a certain point, but I'm never going to sell 100% of my portfolio. So let's say it reaches $100. Well, I have diamond hands until 100 bucks, 
and then maybe I'll sell 10%. But that's just different. And I think if you start to get an emotional attachment to your crypto, that's when like you're seeing those tweets from people. I know I am emotionally attached to XRP, but I will learn to trade with my other um, cryptos that I don't really care so much about. Yes, they have tons of potential, but I'm not as attached to them. Marvin is uh, emotionally attached to me, by the way. Definitely, especially the way you say Deutsch. <laughs> I'm excited. Is, is it Doge or is it Deutsch? I, I think uh, it's I'm, Deutsch. I'm hoping it's Deutsch. Yeah. With Doge, too. You can hey, say however you want. Deutsch, hey, Deutsch. Hey, Raven, how yeah. do you say Ethereum? Ethereum. Um, Are you guys trying to make fun of me right now? (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am. I am one. I am the only sole Robin Hood user of this podcast right right as we speak. (laughs) And and I totally respect it, Raven. I totally respect it. I mean, listen. However, it's comfortable for you to invest. It's fine. Uh, You know, it's um, you know, as long as you're investing, right? As long as you're you're taking the time to just invest and just sit on it and and wait. It. I know. I know. There's a lot of purists out there okay you know it's not your coins and blah 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 at some point robin hood will have it so if you're thinking long term you're going to hold it then uh they're thinking of making wallets at some point so uh just hold right and I, i've learned never selling i'm I, never selling i don't think so i i've learned I, i've learned with robin hood though i've uh, what i've learned is i know when to i know my low points i watch the charts every day and I can make, I, which I have done this, so that this is why I'm saying it. I can make literally six or seven hundred dollars a day uh, going on Robinhood and just trading uh, Ethereum or trading Bitcoin or trading Doge. So that that's kind of why I use it. It's it's not for everybody, especially for the long term person. You want to have your own wallet and stuff. And I've learned so much in the past month from Jenna that uh, I know now what I need to do. Um, I, I do have my own wallet now. I, I have invested um, some money into Shiba and you, which that is, I, I believe that's going to be my golden egg. I know that uh, your guys's pick is XRP and I'm, I'm, I do hold a little bit of that, but I, I think that right now, most of my money's tied up in um, Deutsch, Ethereum and, uh, Sheba. Raven, do uh, you know why I like you? Why is that? Because I'm cute? Cause you got, no, it's because you got some Sheba in you. <laughs> Sheba in me. That, that's nice. That That's nice. Yeah. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, investing in these coins. I mean, if you did the research, uh, you know, and et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then to your point, Raven, saying that we're, you know, some people say they're never cashing out. I think it's really important to look at the financial system and the banking system before, you know, and, you know, investing for the long term, uh, only because, you know, we're going to get to a point where hyperinflation is going to happen. And yes, you know, cashing out and getting those gains, you know, making, you know, you know, 5,000 X, uh, 10,000 X on your money makes sense. But for me, um, I'm looking into uh, passive income, right? I'm looking into interest bear, uh, interest uh, paying platforms. So for my holdings, I get X, they pay interest in kind, like, you know, uh, Celsius Network or BlockFi, or there's a, there's a couple of exchanges that will pay you interest just for allowing them to hold the coins on your behalf so they can lend it out. Um, same way how, you know, the 1% lend out their stocks 
to let uh, you know hedge funds like Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley to gamble. They pay them X percent in you know X percent uh, as you know as long as they allow them to uh, borrow their stocks. So this is the same concept. So that we're we're such in a new asset class, like there is no access to these you know quote unquote stocks, right? These cryptos, there's no access to them, and the only way they'll have access is to borrow it from people who are holding it uh, long term. Okay, I know that we, I know that I'm, I'm going to touch base on this really quick. It's not going to be a big segment, but uh, Jenna's gave us some ideas on how to get started into crypto. Let's just pretend for a moment that I am sitting right in front of you and I need help on getting set up on a crypto exchange. What's the first, the very first thing that, uh, that I need to do, Marvin? Uh, for if you're a newbie, I recommend Coinbase because it's user friendly. Um, open your account, get your account set up, get verified, put your driver's license in, uh, and then set up a security. You know, it's a two FA uh, factor, right? So it it allows you to you know it, to be more secure in terms. You know, you use an app like Google Authenticator. So what that does, it, it allows, uh, what it does, it asks you for six digits and these six digits, uh, re, they, they generate six digits every 30 seconds to make sure that this password changes every uh, 30 seconds for you to have access to it. Then when you have that, you know, pick a coin that you like, that sounds, you know, that sounds interesting to you. Some people like uh, Cosmos or some people like Algo or uh, XLM, but, um, you know, and just stick to it, right? So dollar cost average. Right, put an amount you're comfortable with. As long as you're consistent, you you you'll never lose. So that's what I would recommend for first-time users. Um, I personally like Algo for first-time users because they're paying you six percent on Coinbase on the Coinbase platform. Uh, I'm sure there's other coins too that pays out, but here in New York, they uh, they pay you six percent. So you're already accruing interest uh, as you're buying the uh, the crypto. Okay, and and Jenna, you 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 use the same type of platform, correct? Yes, every now and then I still use my Coinbase, um, but that was my very first one. And then if you're going to use Coinbase, I highly recommend you also go ahead and download the Coinbase wallet. That's going to come in handy later on. Why is it going to come in handy? What is a Coinbase wallet? So the Coinbase wallet is a safe place for you to keep your cryptos, but you can also exchange them and swap them like for other things. So Let's say, for example, I wanted to buy into Emacs. I really like the project. So I would go to my Coinbase app. I would purchase Ethereum, or for you, that's Ethereum. And I would go ahead and move it over to my Coinbase wallet. Super easy. And then from there, I can swap it to Emacs or whatever I want to. What project uh, do you like right now, Marvin, besides XRP? Um, I'm a big fan. I like Ethereum. Uh, I like Ethereum. Um, but the next big project that I think has some, uh, I don't know, has some steam behind them for me would be, I would say VeChain, VET. Not get enough of VeChain. I am always buying V. It is so undervalued. What makes it undervalued? Completely undervalued. You know, they have like retail deals with like um, Louis Vuitton 
and BMW and everything. Um, but when we were in our pool run, you know, it was up to, I think, like, 22 cents or so. And now it's been down to, like, 8 cents, 9 cents. I have just been stacking and stacking, just, like, packing my bags because I know the potential behind it. And, I mean, I could see it going to a dollar in no time. And the value that it brings, too. Um, you know, if people, you know, people nowadays would like to scan a QR code on their product and see where it, where it comes from, right? So the V-Chain allows, them, allows consumers and even manufacturers to track every step of the way from, you know, let's just say diamonds, right? If we had diamonds on the blockchain, you get to see where it came from, who, you know, who, what, what group of people were working uh, in the mines, uh, you know, what, you know, what, what mines, like, it just kind of gives you information along the way. And, you know, that would help prevent, you know, blood diamonds, right? No, nobody wants to buy blood diamonds. So that's going to help uh, clean up that kind of, um, you know, that kind of space, you know, nobody wants to buy, nobody wants to find out they bought diamonds from a child labor or some kind of slaves or, you know, whatever the case is that would put a bad uh, negative, a, a negative, you know, um, you know, something negative on your product. Right. So you, so using the blockchain, right. Using a, some kind of a, you know, quote unquote glorified database will allow consumers to buy your product and have full confidence that you're not using, um, you know, any of these, uh, you know, evil manners or ways of, of mining the diamonds. Yeah, I think the blockchain really helps to eliminate a lot of back, bad actors. Now, when you guys talk about like exchanges, like moving Ethereum into your wallet and then taking and um, going to another app and exchanging it for Emacs, the, the, the way that I picture this, and tell me if I'm wrong, but the way that I can explain it to a newbie out there is basically going up to a... Uh, currency exchange window in another country and pulling out $500 and exchanging it for the currency that that country holds. Is that, is that basically what happens there? Yeah, that, that's, that's a, that's a good, uh, that's a good analogy. Uh, Raven. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, so what, what, what is some of your favorite crypto people on Twitter right now? Uh, uh, first would be, uh, Crypto Eddie, uh, Crypto Eddie, um, let's see, uh, Digital Asset News, cause he's a pretty, you know, he, he, he just reads factual articles. He doesn't go by, you know, hype. And my, one of my favorite is Mark Moss. He's more macro than he is crypto, but he's very bullish in the space. Mark who? Mark Moss, M-O-S-S. Okay. Well, who is the creator of uh, Shiba Inu? I know that he's got a verified Twitter account. He talks to basically anybody that messages him. I, I can't remember his name. It's uh, Sh Sh I, I can't even pronounce it. Do you know K uh, Jenna? I have no clue. Um, I mean, I, I don't mean to offend him. Can we Google this? Uh, I think Ryoshi, Ryoshi. Yeah, Ryoshi. something like that. Mm -hmm. Everybody's an Oshi. If you're not an Oshi, yeah. like, what are you even doing with your life? Yeah, you're right. Shiba and your creator, Ryoshi. Elon's not an Oshi, though. What do you What do you know, think but... about Elon, Marvin? Uh, I think he just knows how to play the game. Honestly, it's um, 
It's just the way his t- his tweets are timed, but it doesn't control the market. I mean, listen, he's, he's gonna do it what he doesn't do. control the uh, market. You're actually going to say that with a straight face? Okay, but listen, oh, listen. He does. He, you know, that he has people telling him like what's going to happen. You don't think he's sitting there doing it all of the time? Like he's just cashing in on opportunity. Let me ask you this: Do you think that he's for the little guy? Uh, I don't know. I, I think um, if you bought at all-time highs, right, that's on you, right? You shouldn't be <laughs> aping or yellowing. You shouldn't be aping or yellowing in when Bitcoin was at sixty grand. Now let's now let's let's get the terminology down, Pat. Aping and yellowing in. What does that mean? Yellow is you only live once, right? So what it is, it's you shouldn't be throwing the you know all your money and the kitchen sink at Bitcoin when it was at 60 grand, you know, where were you when it was at four grand, right? Now that it's at a 50%, 60% haircut, now you want to complain? No, you you should have been dollar cost averaging, right? You should have been throwing in little by little. And then at that point, you know, you actually would be profitable if you were averaging in for the past two months, right? I mean, month and a half when it was at 30 grand. Now it's at 30, you know, 37 or 36 or whatever the price is. You would have been a little bit more in profit or maybe at break even. Jenna, what is the best, cheapest crypto on the market right now? I'm talking, I know you're going to say XRP. I understand because yeah, that's your move. But let's just get away from XRP right now. It's, I, I think, at 64, 67 cents, something around there. Um, what is the best crypto on the market right now that is absolutely cheap? We're not talking about Ethereum because, honestly, Ethereum is the best crypto that's on the market. What? Uh, Are you? I am dead serious. Don't even knock me for that, Marvin. Please stick up for me. Ethereum is basically, go- it, it is so sound right now. There are so many different um, uh, multi-billionaires that, that say that Ethereum has the potential to knock Bitcoin off its high horse. That's just a fact. I that, this, I'm reading what I saw what this really funny video Raven of Vitalik like picking his nose and wiping it on a wall, and I'm like, "There's your leader, bro." There's your leader. <laughs> He's like, not a bad guy like, though, I man. I like that guy. I'm and I bet you do. And he is like a little genius, cool. But the thing is, there's so many amazing projects built on Ethereum, but those little bags, if you have them and you have to move them, if you don't know what projects you're getting into, it costs so much to move them around. Like, they are expensive. The gas fees are ridiculous. Like, I am not getting any more ERC-20 tokens, so I don't even care. I mean, Ethereum Max is the only ETH-related thing that I'm going to do with my life. But as far as what to get into and what I like... Okay, so obviously VeChain, and that's really super easy to buy. You can't get it on Coinbase. So you would have to go to like Binance US or just go to BitTrue. Get BitTrue because you can get whatever, like so many amazing coins on there. If you get BitTrue, you can also get Casino Coin. I love Casino Coin and I love XBC. So those are great. I think, yeah, one of the best coins out there right now that is uh, bound to shoot up, I, I do think Casino Coin has some potential. That's not my pick. But Marvin, what's your pick as far as in the cheapest coin, but has the most potential to move up? Uh, well, I go by, okay, I go by which 
cheap coin has lasting power that'll last into the next bull run. Uh, for me, the pick was before uh, Pundi X and PXS, and it was VeChain, right? The, you know, VeChain was like maybe half a penny when I started accumulating. Um, so for me, the next pick, which I think has lasting power, you know, lasting effects and lasting po- uh, lasting power, uh, it would be Zap, Z-A-P. Um, it's an Oracle protocol. Uh, I'm not too much into the tech or the savvy. I just go by what the charts are telling me on a long-term basis. But um, I think it has lasting power. Uh, it, it pretty much is the same kind of protocol as Link, like Chainlink. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, Raven, but um, it pretty much does exactly what Chainlink does, uh, apparently on a more efficient um, scale. Uh, so I will be picked. I will be, you know, dollar cost averaging on Zap only because I think it has lasting power. Same exact, same exact way I apply that to VeChain and MPXX, I'm going to apply it to this, to this one. My do pick... Do you think uh, Ethereum's you... going to last? Or not Ethereum, but do you think Link is going to last? Link? Yeah, it has too many uh, partnerships. It's already being used as Oracle, as an Oracle um, for a lot of, a lot of uh, projects out there. What do you guys... Okay, what do you guys... You, you already know... Besides Bitcoin and Ethereum, you already know the most popular coin out there is Deutsch. That's the third most popular. What do you guys absolutely like? What What's your true thoughts on Deutsch coin? It has lasting power. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm for it only because, I mean, it's just as old as every other project, right? It's what, seven, seven, six years old, maybe. Uh, if a project can last that long without, you know, going to zero, then there's a reason why. So again, I go by how 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 it can last through both cycles. It lasted through the past two, um, and it has the possibility of lasting through the next, you know, the next one and the one after that. So I do see Doge having some staying power, you know, lasting powers, and it could possibly go to a dollar. I mean, but that's wow. just again, that's just. Wow, that's like huge ass uh, predictions right there. Uh, I'm glad that you talked about going to a, going to zero because we did have our first altcoin go to zero uh, this week, and that was Safe Dollar. Do you guys know anything about Safe Dollar? There are like 20 different safe things that I will not get because <laughs> they don't seem very fucking safe. Well, obviously, Safe Dollar wasn't very safe because it crashed with a security. Uh, basically, they had a security malfunction, and somebody ended up whiffing two hundred fifty thousand off of Safe Dollar, and it went. It literally went to zero, and now a lot of those investors are completely uh, out that money. Uh, Marvin, did you read up on Safe Dollar at all? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. I try to avoid any kind of. Uh headlines with coins that I, or projects that I have no idea or, or their use case. Um, I do feel bad for, for those uh, gamblers because to me, they're not investors, right? I feel bad for those gamblers, but you know, it's uh, you're 50, 50, right? You're, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. So if sorry you that, could, that happened. If, if, Marvin, if you can give me a wallet, a crypto wallet right now, uh, and it only had five coins in that crypto wallet, which coins would it be? Oh gosh! A- any of them, or just what? What well, you're giving me? Not. You're giving me a wallet, brother, and I'm I'm trusting you with uh, taking and sharing the wealth. So you take and tell me which five coins 
is in that wallet that you're giving me. All right. Uh, I go by risk, right? So low risk, Ethereum, uh, XRP, uh, Algo. Uh, and let me get higher on the risk curve. Higher on the risk curve would be Doge would be number four, right? And then number five, I would say it's a toss-up between uh, Emacs and, and Shiba. Okay. So that would be, yeah. So the, the, the higher the risk curve, right? How much can you, can you tolerate? How much risk can you tolerate? We know that Ethereum is going to be, it's, it's going to stay. We know XRP is going to stay. We know Algo is going to stay, right? And then you're just kind of going up the curve, which is Doge, right? Has some kind of medium risk. And then you have, you know, projects like Emacs and Shiba that are high risk. So I go by just risk tolerance. All right, so I will I will look forward to you sending that wallet to me tomorrow. Uh, now, Jenna, your top five in uh, if you're giving me a wallet, what would be your top five picks? This is so hard to narrow them. Down I know one five. of them has got to be Bitcoin. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> so I own. You know what? I started my Bitcoin bag because somebody just sent me five dollars on the Strike Me app the other day. So my Bitcoin bag is literally five dollars. It's down to four dollars and thirty cents now, baby. <laughs> I know, right? I just love losing money. Um, okay, so my top five, of course, number one is going to be XRP because I'm extremely bullish and. I, you know, you know how I feel about that one. So XRP, I like XLM. It's boring. It's boring, but it's not going anywhere. XRP, XLM, Algo. I want XCC and I want VeChain. If I had to have five, those would be my five. Although, you know, I really like my high risk plate. So if you could give me 10... <laughs> You know I'd be throwing in there Shiba Inu. I would be throwing in there Emacs and my casino coin. Oh, we, honey, we we only said so five. Much. We said five. I know, but I can't. <laughs> you know, I have a problem. I'm such a degenerate, but I have a problem. Let me tell you I something. I, I will tell you something. I'm glad that you both mentioned Shiba Inu. I just got into Shiba Inu about two, maybe three weeks ago. I have never saw my Shiba Inu in the red. Not one flipping time. Not one. Uh, and Shiba Inu is up over 60% in the past uh, two weeks. Uh, two days ago, it went uh, up 19% in just one day. It's, it's almost taking and chewing through a zero right now. Um, Marvin, what, why did you pick Shiba Inu as being one of your five? Uh, high risk, high reward. Um, that that's really what it what it, what it comes down to. Um, give 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 us a scenario. Up, give give us a scenario up. about that uh, with the high risk reward uh, thing. Let's say that uh, somebody puts in uh, fifty dollars in Shiba in you. Uh, I think right now with fifty dollars. Uh, hey, hold on. So, no, sheep, nobody's putting a Shiba in me, brother. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> nobody's gonna put a Shiba in me. Good, well, sorry. Sorry, $50. <laughs> so if, if somebody takes and, and puts $50 of Shiba in you, then um, that is going to be, I believe, around um, almost 20 million uh, shares of Shiba. 
Uh, right now it's at point zero 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 nine. So you got five zeros and then a nine. Um, from my projections, it's it's growing at an exponential rate that that's phenomenal. I, I mean, there's no denying that. Uh, you you see, Sheba, uh, there's articles out there, and I suggest everyone to go out there and do your research. Research Sheba and use forecast. Every single analyst, I'm not wrong about this. Every single analyst says that if Sheba and you grows like it is today, if it continues on that path and it does not stop at all, that Sheba and you could possibly go to a dollar by December of this year. Now, um, if it does go to a dollar, that's that's um, shit, man. That's over a $50 investment is going to turn into hundreds of millions. Uh, quite possible. <laughs> that, that's quite possible. Uh, but if I were to say a dollar, I'd say wait for the next two Bitcoin cycles. Wait for it. Wait, wait another eight years and, you, and you'll get to a dollar. I think what's your forecast on Shiba this year? What what do you see it going to? Because I'm going to archive this podcast and see if you're correct. I don't think I don't think I don't think I definitely don't think zero. Uh, but if it went from you know five wait once yeah five zero four to four zero three. Um, I'd say they probably can go to maybe four zero six. What about you, right. Jenna? I don't know. I I think it'll lose another decimal point. I don't read the chart. I I'm going to make a prediction that is going to make you guys giggle, but that's fine. I don't care. Um, I'm going to put it at a half of a penny. Yeah. I'm going to put it at a half of opinion. And here's why. Here's why. Let's let's look at Deutschcoin's charts of last August. Okay? You took Deutschcoin's charts. It had four zeros in front of it and a two. Okay? Now, Deutschcoin went from four zeros to a two all the way up to uh, 24 cents today. Okay? Now, there's a reason behind that, and a, a, the biggest reason is, is Elon Musk, but it was it was raising higher at, at a huge point once it got listed on Robinhood. Once it got listed on Robinhood, it fluctuated from four to five cents for about a month, and then it just spiked. It went to 15 cents to 17. The very next day, it was like 23. The very next day, it was at 30. And then, of course, on uh, April 20th, it went up to uh, 42 cents, which is fucking really odd. And then on the Saturday Night Live bit, it went up to 72 cents and it dropped down to 24. Now, look at Shiba Inu. If it ends up going on Robinhood, don't you guys agree that it it's possible it's it's more possible that it will get up to a half of a penny than not? No. It took Dogecoin seven years from point zero zero, you know, two or zero 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 one to get all the way up to where it's at now. So it's possible, but I'd say within the next seven years. Again, the next Bitcoin. I, I can't I can't say that. I can't I can't say it'll go to half a penny. Then what, what? What's the I explanation? Think it's a bit of a stretch. What's the explanation beside b- behind its 
rise from four zeros and two all the way up to 24 cents today. What's the explanation of that? Because last August, that's where it was. Right, right. But the thing is, you're looking at last August. You got to see the coin existed back in 2013, right? So if you just look at the charts on a monthly time frame, you know, it took from 2013 all the way to 2019 to even get to 0. 0.002. So it took, you know, five, five and a half years, right, to get to that price. Right. So you're looking at a short term, even though you're looking at it from last year, that's still short term. Right. But my question is, I, I, I get what you're saying, and, I, and, I, and it's very good analysis. But my question is this, is the fact that it was, it, it, it's basically, Shiba is a little bit less than what Deutschcoin is from last August. Now, how long has Shiba been around? Couple months, maybe. I, I I believe it's about seven months. Seven months is is the okay. So it's only a seven month old coin, and it's already at it's almost at the stage as Deutschcoin was in its six year mark uh, from last August. So how is how is it not even possible that this coin isn't going to go to a half of a penny? Is it possible that it is? Do you guys understand my question, though? I mean, it, it's it's a it's a valid and logical uh, question. It's possible. Will it happen? I don't think so. But it is possible. I'd be listen. I'd be happy if it did, and I'd be happy if it didn't, because at that point, I mean, I'll just accumulate more. But I mean, it is nothing's impossible. It is possible. Okay, I, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm, I'm wrong on my facts. Um, in uh, July of last year, it was at point uh, zero zero two, so there wasn't four zeros; it was just two zeros. So it was almost at, at a half of a penny in July of last year. So yeah, but who knows? I mean. I, I got a little bit of uh, money into Shiba. I it's already almost. Um, I, I think I'm uh, ahead, thirty four, thirty five percent ahead right now. But that's my pick. That's uh, I know you guys are on now. What do you think about ADA? ADA. Oh, I like ADA. That's the ETH killer. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to be ETH killer. I, they're not in this com to uh, compete, but they all do complement each other. Um, sort of like how we don't only, only use Visa. You know, some people use MasterCard or Amex or Discover, right? So uh, I think it'll be there to complement, um, uh, especially when Ethereum uh, moves over to proof of stake. I think it'll have some kind of uh, interoperability between them both. Amex, I want Amex. Well, uh, what what's what's the what's the forecast for this month on on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and and Deutsch? What's the forecast? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm still expecting maybe sideways actions up to forty two grand, maybe up to forty two, and then we'll see from there. So, uh, forty two is in what coin? What are you talking about? Sorry, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. So um, you see Bitcoin going to forty two. Yeah, I well, see. What, what within 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 this month? Then the projections of that would lead to 
uh, Dogecoin being up around 31 cents then? Uh, if, if, I'm just at a high. Right I'm, I'm talking at a high. But yeah, uh, I, I'll think I'll tell you right now. Um, yeah, I, I could see around the 30s. Yeah, I, I could see maybe a retest around like 30 cents, 32 or more or less. Now, yeah. Jenna, with XRP in uh, the SEC, have you gotten? Have you done any research the past couple of days about uh, where it's at in its lawsuit? I mean, no one personally called me, but I'm pretty sure that they're in settlement, and we're going to have good things like soon. It's either going to be very soon, or it's going to be early 2022. Either way, it's still really low, and I would continue to buy. But if Bitcoin goes up, since we're still, you know, like attached to Bitcoin, it, it's going to go up too. So get it under a dollar. Well, what do you think about uh, when it when you say um, they're going to settle? What's what do you mean by settling? What do they have to settle? Right. They're either they're either a security or they're not. So what do they have to no. settle? I think that that's just like one small part of it. Um, but, you know, Uncle Sam has to get their cut of it first. So it just depends on what they're going to have to give up. And, I mean, they're going back and forth. Ripple has the best attorneys backing them. They have, you know, old SEC chairs on their team. They have the best and brightest attorneys. They have a former U.S. treasurer on their side. Like, I, I mean, we're definitely going to win. But as far as winning, I mean, that could mean for us settlement, and that's fine. Um, I think right now they're talking about all the extra extra XRP that was in escrow, and I have no idea what will come out of it. No one really does, um, unless you're, you know, on the inside. I'm not, but I'm definitely know the outlook is is definitely really good. Marvin, I'm gonna I'm gonna read a headline to you, or I'm gonna read a part of an article from. Uh, Forbes.com. I want your reaction on this. In December, and this is a quote, in December, this SEC sued Ripple and two of its top executives for seven years of distributions of the cryptocurrency XRP, which the agency labeled as illegal unregistered securities trades. Ripple offers a global payments platform for some 2 million users worldwide for the XRP token and its fully decentralized ledger. The company ferociously disputes the allegations by making clear that the regulatory agency allowed billions of XRP tokens to circulate freely on global cryptocurrency exchanges for seven years without making such a determination, despite being asked in public and in private for that specific clarity for years. What's your thoughts on that? Uh, I mean, they're not wrong, right? They're not wrong in saying that, you know, they were allowed the past seven years for them to allow, you know, to allow people to exchange, right? Allow exchanges to, to sell, uh, to allow customers to sell, trade, buy, um, you know, XRP. So, you know, it's, they're, they're, okay, I don't, I don't know too much about law and any of that, but there has to be some kind of statute of limitation, right? I mean, Seven years is a long time to, to allow a business to operate. Especially uh, in, in, in the crypto world, yeah. Right. I mean, seven years, a year is a long time in crypto. In, in crypto, I mean, it feels forever, one whole year. So 
imagine seven years of just allowing uh, a business to do it, you know, to do it uh, and through the SEC's eyes to allow them to do their evil deeds. I mean, that's just, that's just crazy. I mean, they were sued back in 15, uh, 2015 uh, by FinCEN because they didn't, they weren't registered as a money trans uh, money transmitter uh, business. Um, but, you know, the result of that was that FinCEN uh, classified XRP as a currency. So the only thing is the SEC is just worried about the initial XRP that's being, that were sold by the CEOs, nothing else. So I think that's just a lot of sensationalism with, with these headlines, you know, because a lot of people are confusing XRP as uh, a security. It's just the initial, you know, what, $7 billion or, you know, X amount of billions that were sold off by the CEOs. Well, I, I'm going to read another quote, Jenna, for you. Um, uh, this is from MSN.com, um, basically the money market uh, website for them. It says, quote, recently Ripple Labs earned some minor victories in this struggle with the lawsuit. I'm paraphrasing there, but uh, back to the quote. It says, including a recent ruling on June 1st, a court denied the SEC access to Ripple Labs' legal interactions with Ripple's own attorneys. This was a clear case of protection of attorney-client privilege. In fact, one legal analyst made a prediction about the ramifications of the ruling. He said that if Ripple won the ruling, which it did later did, the SEC case could end up getting settled, which that's what you have been projecting. Now, how, uh, and this is a further quote, it says, however, the markets probably don't care who wins, and that's what I want you to kind of comment on. Um, and then I'll go on. It says they just want it to be resolved. In the long run, XRP crypto will likely rebound quite significantly once this regulator crypto scuffle is over. Moreover, if it looks subsequent, if it looks like subsequent events show that the case is going to drag on until 2022. For example, Decrypto.co recently put forward the various dates that each side has to deliver documents or when various hearings are set. And one last thing, it says XRP Crypto has had a rough several weeks since it's peaked at $1.82 or $1.83 on April 13th. And now it's at 64 cents per token or 68 since June 24th. This represents a drop at 63% from its peak. But even at that price, XRP is still up 187% year to date from its price on December 31st of 23.74 cents per token. What's your thoughts about uh, the settlement? Okay. So with, I just want to touch on what you just said with it being down so much um, from its all-time high. Yeah, everything was at an all-time high, like at that point in time. Like April, it was probably about April 10th-ish when we were seeing like it go up to 90 cents and it just kept on rolling and rolling. Everything is down right now. Everything has crashed. I mean, my portfolio had like declined like 50, 60%. It was insane. But I don't care because I'm just going to keep on buying it. Um, as far as with the settlement and everything, um, you threw a lot at me <laughs> at one time. I had so many thoughts going through my head the whole time you were doing that. Um, yeah, I just can, 
I'm going to say, can you repeat the question, please? That was really long. Well, uh, we're just going to well, win, and it's fine, <laughs> and we're going to finish. I don't know. I don't know what you want. Here, here, here's the much. here's the summary of the whole thing. It, it basically is saying that crypto is on a rebound, and it's going to happen uh, a lot sooner than rather later. It says that if crypto regains just half of its previous uh, drop, uh, XRP will reach a dollar twenty six, and this will probably happen this year. Likely. I mean, I, I, I would see absolutely no reason why it couldn't. Um, if it breaks resistance, we could even see potentially a $3 to $5 maybe by the end of the year. Um, it really just depends. But it's like the same thing with Bitcoin right now. Everybody's like, oh, it could go down, it could go up. Nobody really knows. Either way, we're still going to be up. Um, I'm still going into it. I'm still bullish, but I'm not looking at it just the short term like i'm looking at five years there are a lot of my friends in the srp community especially the riddlers who believe that one night we're going to wake up and it's just going to be worth like a ridiculous amount or it's going to be pulled off the exchanges there are so many different um views out there of what could potentially happen to it if you're um, more realistic and just looking at the charts i don't see why we couldn't hit three to five, but if it gets, once we get regulatory clarity though, and we get relisted on all the different exchanges, this is, this is completely different because I, I could see us going to $10 and not even just stopping to catch our breath there and to keep on going because we will be the only currency to have U.S. regulatory clarity. And that's absolutely huge. That's why they call it XRP, the standard, like it's the standard. And right now, I mean, you do have to be careful when I, and I don't want to call them shit coins, but when I do these high risk plays, I'm thinking back in my head, how long are they going to be around? Like what's the team doing behind them? Are they going to be able to survive regulatory clarity? So that's why a lot of these are really high risk, but that's just a small, small percentage. Like I tell you of my portfolio. The rest are projects that I firmly believe in. And I one day hope the bank will offer me 4000 for XRP. Cool. I'm going to give you 75% of my portfolio. Only 75%? Only 75% absolutely because I'm going to hold on to the other 25% and hope it keeps going up. And then and then me and you are, being, are, are going to get married and buy an island, correct? Yeah, so about this island, we're going to have to have a whole community because do you know how much well, work... Well, Marvin can have the really pool house. Is? I don't mind Marvin having the pool house. I mean, if, if, he, if he's going to be <laughs> in his stilettos all day, that's, that's just going to be eye Marvin's candy for the me. the most fun. His parties are going to be the best. We're going to have the most fun. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what, what do you have... Uh, when when Jenna ended up asking you to be a part of this podcast, what was your thoughts, Marvin? I thought it was pretty cool. Um, uh, you, you, I just thought it was kind of awesome too, because like I listened, uh, I think to last episode and the episode before that. Uh, it was it was a show podcast, so I was pretty um, excited to be part of it and uh, thankful, <laughs> you know, to, uh, that you you know you were able to uh, let me in on the podcast. Now, what is your Twitter handle for everybody to follow you? Because uh, you do make wa waves in the Twitter world. Uh, paper uh, Street ST, so Paper ST Projects, P R O J E C T S. 
So Marvin, I'm so sorry I leaked your Marvin Jenner PR picture before the <laughs> podcast. I have to say, I'm so sorry, but they are the cutest thing I have ever seen in my life. And your face is so angelic. It's just so precious to me. You, you know what she You know what she told me? me? She That's told me that I should take my uh, podcast graphic out. There there's been a lot of complaints about my um, my little photo for Game Tech Politics and just switch it out to your photo um, uh, with your stilettos on because that would project more listeners <laughs> on this podcast. Sure, sure. Yeah. That's totally fine. <laughs> So what, what, what is it that, uh, what are you guys going to be going, getting into this week since the market's, um, potentially crashing as we speak? Are you guys going to end up selling and then rebuying or what? Never. Go ahead, Marvin. You go first. Uh, I'll just, I'm just going to keep dollar cost averaging like I've been for the past, you know, couple of years and just sit on it and wait, you know, just sit on and wait and, uh, hopefully still earn uh, interest on my holdings. And what about you, Jenna? I'm going to be working on my Emacs dance video because, because, let me tell you about this. <laughs> if you put out the best dance video, Emacs is going to give you 4 billion Emacs, right? 4 billion. Okay, so. Marvin, you have to fly to Jenna's <laughs> home down south and get in on this video, man. I'll try. You have to. That that she'll Marvin, she'll split. I feel like I feel like we should collab on this video. Yeah, she'll split it seventy five twenty five. She can hold it. She can hold all of it, and then she'll just pay me. She'll just pay me a dividend at that point. I'll just I'll just ask for like a one percent royalty. <laughs> Marvin loves me. He's like, yeah, that's gonna be one dollar every three years. Now we do have we do have some really huge news that I haven't gotten to as of yet. Uh, our own little uh, princess Marvin Jenna Katie is the fifth most influential XRP queen on the internet right now. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Congrats. That's yeah. That's like big. fucking huge ass news. Huge. Who did that? Like why? I, I don't know, but uh, you are up there in the crypto world right now. That's that's. I I would put you if if you know how uh, Greg, you, you guys know who Greg is, right? I know Jenna doesn't, but Marvin, you know who Greg is, right? I uh, can't say that I do. Oh come on, guys! Greg? It's it, Greg. It's okay. We don't know Greg. It's Greg. It's at Greg one six six seven six nine three five four two zero. That is his Twitter handle name. If you guys are in the crypto world and you don't know who Greg is, he is the fake CEO of Deutschcoin. That's who he is. Why do we want to follow the fake CEO? <laughs> well, he he has he has some really awesome fucking tweets out there. He has his own merchandise now. Uh, Pro the Doge opened up his own merchandise store, which we will probably plug uh, when he comes on and his YouTube channel. But back to Greg, though. Greg ended up, he he, he has the, I, I believe, the number one tweet or response out of all cryptocurrency, 
uh, number one, hands down. You guys know who Jose Canseco is, right? The the former uh, Major League Baseball yeah. player? Baseball player, yeah. Okay, so Jose Canseco, which I, I don't know what he was thinking. Uh, he tweeted out on um, uh, May 4th of this year. He says, I am looking for a crypto token developer. That's That was his tweet. <clears throat> uh, and, Raven, I think um, I is, this, is this the right Greg? I'm Greg. I like football and socks and my birthday, <laughs> and I'm from Kentucky. Yes, that is Oh, great. my God, I love him already. Yes. I think uh, I took a screenshot of that conversation you had oh, with him. Yes, he I took a Greg screenshot. Already. But go ahead. I, I forgot what he said, but go ahead. Yeah, he, he took a screenshot of uh, the conversations between him and Jose Canseco. Uh, Jose was looking for a crypto token developer, which is really funny. I'm going to go off base here, but it's really funny that you see all these celebrities now trying to create their own crypto. Who in the hell is going to have Jose Canseco's crypto? Why in the hell would he even try to get in the game? It just doesn't make sense whatsoever. He's a cheater. Yeah, but let's just pretend that, you know, he's something. And, and But uh, Greg, he, he responds. He said, hey, it's Greg. DM me, Jose. I can help. <laughs> and, of course, this shit fucking ball ends up messaging Greg. He says, hey are you a token developer? And Greg's response was the fucking best. He says, no way, Jose. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was the fucking, it was like the oh, best God. response ever. That blew him up in the Twitter world. And even Elon Musk has tweeted out to Greg just last week. So Greg has made it. Congratulations to him. Uh, if you guys want to uh, know who Greg is, even though he's not a part of this podcast, I shouldn't be plugging him, but I will. It's Greg one six six seven six nine three five four two zero. All you have to do is just type in Greg one six, and he'll come up. Uh, his his tweets in the cryptocurrency are phenomenal. I, I suggest you guys check that out, and then also go. Oh, obviously, go to the Crypto Queens Twitter page. That is at Jenna Katie. Uh, that's J-E-N-N-Y-K-A-D-Y. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm saying that correctly. Actually, it's J-E-N-N-A-K-A-D-Y. See, I am wrong. I'm not always right, guys. That is absolutely I'm insane. Jenny from the block. Like, Jenny. I've never been Jenny. <laughs> Jenny, Jenny from the block. <laughs> you look like a Jenny, though. I mean, whoa! What, what? <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't know. So, I have no clue. How dare you? you I, I am the I am the crypto bra queen. Yeah, we uh, for for all those listeners out there, I had to literally just stop this podcast just now. So Jenna had <laughs> had to go tinkle, and I'm sitting there like, "Hey, Jenny, Jenny, are you there?" And I, we had all this dead air. Mike was shaking his head like, "My gosh, we lost them." And then, uh, of course, Marvin's like, well, I'm here, you know, you know. So thanks for that, Jenna. Uh, Jenna, I, I, I do appreciate that little pause. Um, I just had to go so bad. Yeah. But uh, I, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, that's all we have for today. Uh, unless you guys have uh, any little piece of advice or something that you guys want to put out there. Marvin, do you have anything? 
Yeah, uh, crypto is the wave. So be sure you're on it and just sit on it for the next five, ten years. Okay, one more time, Marvin. What is your Twitter handle? Paper, P-A-P-E-R-S-T, projects, P-R-O-J-E-C-T-S. Okay, if you guys have any questions whatsoever about cryptocurrency or you want to get started into cryptocurrency and you're a beginner, please go over to J-E-N-N-A-K-A-D-Y, hit her up and hit Marvin up as well, and they will t- tell they will show you the way. They've been my go-to. They're incredible people. They're very, very intelligent, as you can see. So they're not going to steer you in the wrong direction. And uh, what I like about them the most is their integrity is intact. They are not liars. They're not scammers. They are absolutely incredible people. I love them to death. And I, I appreciate you guys coming on the show so much. Thank you. And if you guys do like this podcast, please go over to anchor.fm forward slash game tech politics hit that support button you can donate any amount of money it does go right to my kids bank account i do not get any of it Uh, if you don't have the money that's fine if you want to put all your money into crypto i suggest you to do so but go over and subscribe to this channel and as well as share the hell out of it get listeners out there for incredible content every single week And we will have some uh, really good podcasts coming up. Pro the Doge is coming up. Me and Jenna will be interviewing him sometime shortly. It is our first millionaire interview of this year. I'm excited about that. Jenna, are you excited? I'm so excited. I'm just hoping he tweets me back. Uh, I'm sure. Listen, listen. It does take him a, a couple days for him to reach out. He's he's reached out to me quite a few times. Um, so it's not it's not just he's ignoring you, Jenna. It's just the fact that he's he's a busy dude. He's got a lot of things going on, especially with his YouTube channel. Check his uh, Twitter out at Pro the Doge as well. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you guys have a wonderful week. And again, follow these guys on Twitter.